sometimes the deals you make, especially in free agency, best deals you make are the ones you don't make. Washington has a history of signing free agents that don't work out. Hey there, boys and girls. Welcome to another edition of the Business of Sports with Andrew Brandt. I'm Andrew Brandt. Special edition today of the trade deadline edition in the NFL. Talk to you all about it. Give you a lot of rants. Tell you about the background and my experiences with the trade deadline. We're produced by Brian Neal, music producer, my son, Sam Brandt. We're presented, as always, by DraftKings. And again, an NFL trade deadline emergency podcast. We're literally minutes past the 4 p.m. Eastern deadline on Tuesday, November 1st. Happy November. Happy Halloween. Hope you guys are well. Let's get right into it. We start with a little background on the trade deadline. I was in the NFL, as everyone knows, for 10 years with the Packers. More on that team and their frustration of those fans in a minute. What, what I experienced was very little, if any, action on the trade deadline especially compared to now. And I think one of the big reasons is back in the day, up until just a few years ago, the trade deadline happened after week six. So mid-October, that was always the trade deadline when we were dealing with the trade deadline. It was mid-October after week six, very few deals got done. You're basically in the first, I don't know, 40% of the season. You don't know what's going on. You don't know who's are buyers and who's sellers. It was very little action, if any. A few years ago, they moved it back two weeks to week eight. So here we are after week eight of the season. Now we have a 17-week season. So it's still less than 50% through the season. So you don't see a ton of trades. You don't have a ton of buyers and sellers, although there will be some I'll talk about in a minute. So that's where had that come in. I was with Ron Wolf, my general manager in Green Bay. We wanted some more action at the trade deadline. We talked to the league, like, wait a minute, you get all this buzz in the NBA and Major League Baseball because their trade deadlines, A, are later, and B, allow for more. So with baseball and basketball, the trade deadlines are much later in the season, even much past halfway. So in basketball, it's mid-February. In baseball, it's the end of July, early August. It's not a lot of season left, so you can have that sort of rent-a-player for the stretch run. That has never really been the attitude in football, and the NFL seems kind of fine with that. Like, we're just not that kind of group. We're not going to allow for rent-a-player stretch run like we've seen in baseball. The other thing we tried to advocate for, and never went through, teams are getting around it a little bit, but here's the idea. Stay with me here. I argue to the league, let teams trade cap room for players, right? Let teams trade cap space to another team for players. Because what you have often is cap strap teams. This year, you think about the Rams, you think about the Saints, think about the Steelers, think about some of these teams. And then you have teams with players that have a lot of cap. So why not open that up? And that was a non-starter from the league's point of view. They just felt like, you manage your cap, you you put yourself in your position, you make your bed, you sleep in it, you can't get out of it through a trade. And they talked about all the logistical problems, moving cap from one team to another, et cetera. I get it. But the league is very, I guess, what you call boring when it comes to spicing up the, the trade deadline. Having said all that, we got some spice today and yesterday in the past week. Let's talk first about your, if you're a Midwesterner, in 
Illinois, your Chicago Bears. Let's talk about the Bears. The Bears, I have found the most interesting team in the league for the past week because I compare them to living in Philadelphia and being a neighbor of someone named Sam Hinkey. I compare them to the Trust the Process Philadelphia 76ers. They have decided to have no, I tell you, no high-paid players, to have a completely young team, to build the, to break the team down to its studs, the building, and to build it back up brick by brick. The Bears are a complete redo. They have traded their two highest paid players in the past week, and they're paying their salaries as they trade them. I'll explain why in a minute. Let's start with the trades. They trade Roquan Smith to the Ravens, okay? Easy to figure out that trade. Ravens going for it, need another defensive piece. Veteran team, they take on Smith. And of the $9 million, whatever it else, whatever it is, the Ravens only pay a minimum of it. They only have, you have to pay minimum salary. You can't have a player for free. So Browns take, I'm sorry, the Bears take that on. The Bears also traded Robert Quinn to the Eagles. The Bears take that on salary, all but basically the minimum. Okay. From the Ravens' perspective, we talked about it. A couple things of note here. The Ravens now have Roquan Smith and Lamar Jackson, the two players in the final year of their contract operating without an agent who both use the same three-word phrase. They're going to bet on themselves. So now they're on the same team. Now neither of them has an agent, and now they're betting on themselves with the same team. Before this trade, I said about both these players, they can't really bet on themselves, as in Lamar and Raquan Smith, because there's this thing called the franchise tag. And when you have the franchise tag, you really can't bet on yourself because the team has the ultimate weapon of just slapping with the tag and taking you off free agency. But here's the, here's the rub. The Ravens, like every NFL team, only have one franchise tag. So with one franchise tag, they have to use it on Smith or Jackson, not both. So if we assume that deals aren't done by February for these two players, one of them will get slapped with the tag, most likely Jackson, and Smith will be able to bet on himself and enter the market or come back to the Ravens with a monster offer and see if they're going to match, whatever it is. So it's an interesting situation for the Ravens now. They have two players that are blue players, top of their, top of their industry, top of their position group. And of course, we talked long and hard about the the Jackson contract, and he wants Lamar. He wants the Watson guarantee. The Ravens are screaming an outlier, just like all the other teams. Anyway, that negotiation will continue after the season, as will with Roquan Smith. If they don't get either done, they slap the tag on Jackson. They let Smith go to free agency. So let's see what happens there. Now, from the Eagles' perspective, they get Robert Quinn. They lop off two years of his contract. He had contract years left. They lop it off. They allow him to go to free agency next year. Their feeling is we paid a fourth for him. He leaves it and we get a compensatory pick back through free agency of probably a fourth round pick. It becomes a wash. So they're renting Robert Quinn as an undefeated team on a stretch run for the next nine games and the playoffs. Robert Quinn probably has a very limited time. November, December, January with the Philadelphia Eagles. That's his tenure. That's what the Eagles have, and they'll get back and forth assuming he goes on in free agency. They probably won't pay him. I don't think they will. Okay, let's get to the Bears. As I said, trust the process team. 
here's the reason the Bears are paying these salaries. They have to pay someone, right? They are paying nobody on that team. Eddie Jackson's like the highest paid player. I don't know, like $6 million. They're paying nobody. (laughs) So what they're doing is trying to have some kind of payroll to meet the minimum. Now, the minimum is a whole different discussion. The NFL and NFLPA and the CBA have minimum spend per team, but it's based on a number over three or four years, depending on the tranche of years we're looking at. It's not annual. So basically, the Bears can and are coasting this year. They're basically only paying Smith, who's now on the Ravens, and only paying Quinn, who's now on the uh, Eagles, and they're paying some for Eddie Jackson. They have a whole team of players on rookie contracts, which is cheap. You know, maybe they have 40 players on rookie contracts. If you say conservatively, that's a million dollars cap number each. I don't know how they're doing it. I mean, they're doing it because there's no minimum annual spend on an annual look. It has to be over three or four years. So obviously you're going to spend a lot in a couple of years, next year, whatever it is. But man, the Bears are true trust the process franchise. Okay, that's the Bears. <laughs> and it is a unique situation with the Bears. And I don't know if that's going to change even next year. But they have pulled back everything. They've traded their two highest paid players. And here they are. It's going to be a close shave whether they meet the minimum or not. And speaking of close shave, let's talk about Harry's. That's where I get my close shave. It's really easy. It's comfortable. It's something I use every day. And right now, you can get Harry's starter set for just $3. You get a free travel size body wash. The set includes a five-bleed razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, a travel cover. It's a $16 value for just $3. Just go to harrys.com slash BOS. Don't waste any more time comparing brands. It's got the highest customer satisfaction rate in the entire shaving industry. They're still offering this no-risk trial. I don't know I know how they do it. They keep offering it. And if you don't like your shave, no worries. It's on them. You just send it back. No matter how busy things get, do what I do. Stay fresh with Harry's. It smells great. It's smooth. Never have a cut. Get your Harry's starter set today. You also get a free travel size body wash. Just go to harrys.com slash BOS for business and sports. That's harrys.com slash BOS. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I'm also a big fan and user of Athletic Greens. I've been using it about 10 years. You know I'm healthy. You know I work out every day and I'm fastidious about what I put in my body, but I don't always get the greens. It's hard to get the greens. So I take a scoop every morning, like clockwork, every morning, Athletic Greens. It tastes good. I sleep better, a better recovery. I don't have to take all these supplements. It absorbs. It's a micro habit with great benefits. I've been using it, like I said, 10, 12 years. It's got all the great reviews and I I echo them. Uh, It's recommended by leading health experts. And of course, you're investing in one nutritional insurance with all in one scoop. You don't have to worry about 
pills. Just take it. So now it's time to reclaim your health. Arm your immune system. Winter's coming. Just one scoop a day. No need for a million different pills. And they're going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs. Just make your first purchase at athleticgreens.com slash BOS. Business of sports. Again, athleticgreens.com slash BOS. Take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Okay, back to the rants. Let's stay in the NFC North. Let's talk about the Vikings and Lions making a big trade. They trade TJ Hawkinson again. This is a team selling out like the Bears at the bottom of the division, the Detroit Lions, for some draft picks from the Vikings. Hawkinson goes from an also-ran in the division to one of the best teams record-wise in the league, just like that. He goes from 1-6 and six to 6-1. Six and one. And he's a good player. He's going to help the Vikings. What do they get back? Draft picks in return. It's the second big trade about a receiver made between these two teams. The Vikings getting picks for the Lions to draft Jamison Williams, who hasn't played yet. He's coming off an injury. I just want to put to bed sort of this folly about these trades. Uh, People say you can't trade in division. Well, yeah, you can. Why not? You know, and that is much more of a media creation than reality. You trade in division, it happens. And I always say this, we're all adults here. You know, we get it. We're allowed to trade with each other. It's not like you're breaking down your rules. You're not committing adultery when you trade within the division. Yeah, the player may come back, play well against you, may play poorly against you. It happens. So again, the Hawkinson trade in division, NFC North, Vikings, and Lions, deal with it. No big deal. All right, well, adults here. Business is business. It's a trade. Okay, next rant. Bradley Chubb goes from the Denver Broncos to the Miami Dolphins first-round pick. It's a first-round pick that was acquired from the San Francisco 49ers when they gave Miami two first-round picks for Trey Lance. Uh, so in some ways, Trey Lance is begetting uh, – Trey. the opportunity to draft Trey Lance is getting – the Miami Dolphins, Bradley Chubb. Chubb goes from a team, again, struggling to a team on the rise. It's good for him. Uh, Draft picks back to the Broncos, who obviously need to replenish draft picks after giving them up for Russell Wilson. We'll see how this goes. The the interesting thing is is the Dolphins have gotten these extra first-round picks. They traded one for Tyreek Hill. They trade one now for Bradley Chubb. And they've given a one away to the NFL for tampering with Tom Brady and Sean Payton. We'll see how it all works out. Uh, it is a piece for a team on the rise with the Miami Dolphins. You know, the Broncos are a mystery team. They've got a decent record for the way they play. They haven't played well at all. They're not a good team, it seems. But I think their record's about 500, which, you know, we'll see. We'll see if Russell Wilson becomes Russell Wilson again. He doesn't seem to be. But that can change. Bradley Chubb was rumored to be, uh, and this is one of those situations where Denver has a new staff and they bring in a guy that, you know, maybe is focused on offense. We can move around pieces on defense, and that's what they've done. Chubb, a high pick, moving on to Miami. Um, Miami gets a player for a first-round pick, and we'll see where that pick is. And we'll see what Denver can do about it now that they've given up the picks, as I said. For Russell Wilson. Another interesting trade. 
Calvin Ridley's on suspension for betting. Again, we can talk about the, what's the word, the hypocrisy of Calvin Ridley being suspended a year for betting when the NFL and the teams have embraced legalized sports betting in ways where you see sponsors everywhere uh, in sports betting. Of course, DraftKings, FanDuel, Caesars, the official casino of the NFL, uh, everywhere. Sports betting is baked into the system now, but not for players. And that's the thing. Calvin Ridley is on suspension. As a suspended player, he is traded. And yes, you can be traded as a suspended player. You can't be traded as an unsigned player, but he's under contract. The contract is told the Jaguars will will inherit that contract for next year at $11 million, which is an interesting thing because they can't actually take him on until his suspension ends. So they'll take him on next year. But there's a draft pick in play for next year, too, a maximum fifth-round pick. And the only thing I can think of why it would be a conditional, why it would be less than a fifth and up to a fifth, is that they do an extension on his contract. If they do an extension on his contract, he becomes under contract more than 2023. Then you can go to the league and say, okay, we got a contract past 2023. Give us the fifth. There's also conditional picks in 2024. Obviously, that will depend on performance and uh, how he does playtime performance for 2023 with the Jaguars. But a fascinating trade of a player on suspension. Usually you never see players suspended because they're suspended for, I was going to say bad things like, like drugs, like domestic violence, like uh, violence. This is, I don't know, making a parlay bet. So, Obviously, it didn't concern the Jacksonville Jaguars. They get a talented receiver. Um, with this interesting conditional picks, again, 2023 has got to be about getting a conditional, getting a uh, contract done past 2023. And then when we talk about 2024, that'll be playtime and performance. Okay, uh, another rant. And before I get to all my Packer fans, another rant is about William Jackson. This is a disgruntled cornerback in Washington that moves to Pittsburgh for low pick, you know, whatever kind of a get, just, just give us something to get rid of him. Washington didn't want him. They didn't like him. They didn't use him. He didn't like it. He didn't want it out. He gets out. He goes to Pittsburgh. Here's the business of sports hall of famer of the day, William Jackson. He made $24 million in a year and a half with Washington. He was a big time, again, careful what you wish for in free agency. Um, big time player in terms of what they thought they were getting. And they can't blame it on a new staff, same coaching staff. But he fell out of favor, and they got rid of him. $24 million in, in one season and a half. He'll count nine, $10 million on the Washington cap this year, in addition to the 24 in cash they gave him. He'll count $9 million on the Washington cap next year, all for a player that fell out of favor. So again, careful what you wish for. And I'll say this again when I talk about the Packers and other teams. You got to wonder, sometimes the deals you make, especially in free agency, sometimes the deals you make, are, best deals you make are the ones you don't make. Washington has a history of signing free agents that don't work out. And sometimes teams get, fans get upset you don't sign free agents. Well, William Jackson, here's an example. Okay, I'm going to get to the Packers. I, I want to get to the Packers and I want to get to Packer fans, but I want to give you a word from Sling TV. If you're like me, you love watching live TV. Sometimes it feels like live TV doesn't love you back, right? 
You can get the TV you love for price or love thanks to our friends at Sling TV. Forget about high prices, all these contracts you can't get out of. Sling's the best option. Find your favorite channels. Best deal for sports news and entertainment. Best live content all in one place at the lowest price. And now <clears throat> you can follow all the action, catch every touchdown every Sunday thanks to NFL Red Zone on Sling Blue plus Sports Extra. Sling's easy to set up, easy to use. You can try it out for half off. Just visit sling.com slash DraftKings. Sign up today. Watch every touchdown live, every every Red Zone on Sling. For a limited time, get Sling Blue. You add on Sports Extra with NFL Red Zone, half off your first month. The regular price $46. Now you get $23 price. You get the best deal on Red Zone, so you can watch all the touchdowns at lowest price with Sling. Visit sling.com slash DraftKings, all caps. Sign up today. All right, Packer fans, sorry it didn't happen. I know a lot of people rooting for a trade. Who knows? Who was it? Chase Claypool? Was it Brandon Cooks? Was it someone else? It didn't happen. And Packer fans are going crazy, just like what they do with they don't sign free agents. And I always say to Packer fans, like, what part of being a Packer fan do you not understand? This is not new. This is not who they are. Okay, the Packers are the last team you would say would go for a quick fix in free agency or a quick fix in a trade. It just doesn't happen. Now, maybe they're rumored in on these people, but they're rumored in at lower prices than they got. Maybe they offered a second round pick for Chase Claypool. Well, the Bears offered a second too. And the common wisdom is, I know people might argue with this, the Bears pick's going to be better than the Packers pick. So I understand if that happened why the Steelers would choose the Bears. Brandon Cooks, who knows what happened, other players who knows what happened. But here's the rationale of the Packers on receiver if they didn't go hard after one. And I know Packer fans are going to be frustrated hearing this. But here's the rationale. If you acquire a veteran receiver, you're going to push down the development of the three young receivers they just brought on. Christian Watson, Romeo Dobbs, Samari Torre. I know what you're saying out there, Packer fans. Who cares, right? Well, the point is they care. This is a draft and develop team. From the moment I got there, draft and develop, what we do is we draft well and you identify core players to sign to long-term extensions. Not a big free agency team, not a big trade team. And interestingly, I, you know, maybe it's just my feed, but there's like 20 teams that didn't do anything today at the trade deadline. But I only hear about Packer fans. I'm starting to see Bucks fans, Cowboys fans, Charger fans, Rams fans also upset they didn't do anything, but it happens. And the same in free agency. A lot of teams sit it out. But I know Packer fans are upset, and I get it. I hear it all the time. You've got this amazing quarterback, as we had with Favre, as we have with Rodgers. you got to you know, get these veterans. But, yeah, it's just not the Packer way. It's just not the Packer way. They value draft picks. They value draft and develop. And listen, all organizations have to stand for something. And what they stand for is draft and develop. <laughs> it's a principle. It's a characteristic. It's a tenet that they live by. And no, it's frustrating to Packer fans. I get it. I lived it. But that's what they stand for. Going back and again, the present general manager is a disciple of the former general manager who was a disciple of the former general manager. It's not news. Okay. 
Last rant, I move away from the NFL and the trade deadline to the NBA. (laughs) Huge news today. Steve Nash, the coach of the Brooklyn Nets with all their drama, has parted ways. Steve Nash walks away, whether it's fired, mutual parting, whatever it is. I tweeted this, and I believe it wholeheartedly. He's about to have a much better life. (laughs) He is about to enjoy his life a lot more than he did up until today. The New Jersey, the Brooklyn Nets just seem like a train wreck. Um, listen, I think Kyrie Irving's a thoughtful guy, and I know people are screaming hearing that, but he's just a handful. And when you're a coach, you put up with that, right? You understand it, you put up with it. But what a handful. And the rest of the team, and Ben Simmons, and drama, and Kevin Durant maybe wanting out, maybe not wanting out, wanting to stay. And then not a lot of talent around those guys. So his life's going to get a lot better. And they're going to look to Amy Odoka, who's been suspended by the Boston Celtics for what he did in his treatment of women at the organization, perhaps married women. We don't know exactly what went on. Looks like the Celtics are going to let him go and go there. And he's going to take over that situation. Well, you know, you know my saying, there will be lawyers. If the Celtics let him go, they're obviously going to be conditions, and the conditions are going to be, hey, you don't want, you don't get any money from us anymore, you don't sue us. I would think those are incredibly certain conditions. We don't know what beyond that. But as to Adoka leaving the Celtics on suspension to the Nets, you know my saying, there will be lawyers. Okay. That'll do it for a special edition podcast right after the trade deadline. You got to get my newsletter, sign up andrew-brandt.com. And if you want daily videos from me, weekly meetings, andrew-brandt.com slash SBL. And of course, Andrew Brandt on Twitter, Andrew Brandt 2 on Instagram, where I do reels. And leave us a ranking if you would. Comments, rankings, love it. Apple Podcasts, wherever you do your podcasts. Share it with a friend. Thanks to my producer, Brian Neal. Thanks to my music producer, my son, Sam Brandt. We'll be back next week with another edition of the Business of Sports with Andrew Brandt.